Yep. Back, back, back at it again. Keeping the reading going and going and going. So last night we started reading fables and we're going to continue reading fables. Tonight's fable is the baboon's umbrella. The baboon was taking his daily walk in the jungle. He met his friend, the gibbon, on the path. My good friend, said the gibbon, how strange to find you holding an open umbrella over your head on such a sunshiny day as this. Yes, said the baboon, I am most annoyed. I cannot close this disagreeable umbrella. It is stuck. I would not think of walking without my umbrella in case it should rain. But as you see, I am not able to enjoy the sunshine underneath this dark shadow. It is a sad predicament. There is a simple solution, said the gibbon. You need only to cut some holes in your umbrella. Then the sun will shine on you. What a good idea, cried the baboon. I do thank you. The baboon ran home. With his scissors, he cut large holes in the top of his umbrella. When the baboon returned to his walk, the warm sunshine came down through the holes. How delightful, said the baboon. However, the sun disappeared behind some clouds. There were a few drops of rain. Then it began to, then it began to pour. The rain fell through all of the holes in the umbrella. In just a short time, the unhappy baboon was soaked to the skin. Takeaway. Advice from friends is like the weather. Some of it is good. Some of it is bad. That's the, true. The baboon's umbrella. Advice from friends is like the weather. Some of, is, some of it is good. Some of it is bad. Clever. All right, the frogs at the rainbow's end. It's a picture of three frogs, and guess what? They're at the end of a rainbow. It looks like they're trying to jump into the rainbow. A frog was swimming in a pond after a rainstorm. He saw a brilliant rainbow stretching across the sky. I have heard, said the frog, there is a cave filled with gold at the place where the rainbow ends. I will find the cave and be the richest frog in the world. The frog swam to the edge of the pond as fast as he could go. There he met another frog. Where are you rushing to? asked the second frog. I'm rushing to the place where the rainbow ends, said the first frog. There is a rumor, said the second frog, that there is a cave filled with gold and diamonds at that place. Then come with me, said the first frog. We will be the two richest frogs in the world. The two frogs jumped out of the pond and ran through the meadow. There they met another frog. What is the hurry? asked the third frog. We are running to the place where the rainbow ends, said the two frogs. I've been told, said the third frog. There is a cave filled with gold and diamonds and pearls at that place. 
Then came... Then come with us, said the two frogs. We will be the three richest frogs in the world. The three frogs ran for miles. Finally, they came to the rainbow's end. There they saw a dark cave in the side of a hill. Gold, diamonds, pearls, cried the frogs as they leaped into the cave. A snake lived inside. He was hungry, and he had been thinking about his supper. He swallowed the three frogs in one quick gulp. Ivana, what do you think the takeaway from this story is? That's right. The highest hopes may lead to the greatest disappointments. The bear and the crow. The bear was on his way to town. He was dressed in his finest coat and vest. He was wearing his best derby hat and his shiniest shoes. How grand I look, said the bear to himself. The townsfolk will be impressed. My clothes are at the height of fashion. Forgive me for listening, said a crow, who was sitting on the branch of a tree. But I must disagree. Your clothes are not at the height of fashion. I have just flown in from town. I can tell you exactly how the gentlemen are dressed there. Do tell me, cried the bear. I am so eager to wear the most proper attire. This year, said the crow, the gentlemen are not wearing hats. They are, all have frying pans on their heads. They are not wearing coats and vests. They are covering themselves with bed sheets. They are not wearing shoes. They are putting paper bags on their feet. Oh dear, cried the bear. My clothes are completely wrong. The bear hurried home. He took off his coat and vest and hat and shoes. He put a frying pan on his head. He wrapped himself in a bed sheet. He stuffed his feet into, a lar into large paper bags and rushed off toward the town. When the bear arrived on Main Street, the people giggled and smirked and pointed their fingers. Aww. What a ridiculous bear, they said. The embarrassed bear turned around and ran home. On the way, he met the crow again. Crow, you did not tell me the truth, cried the bear. I told you many things, said the crow, as he flew out of the tree. But never once did I tell you that I was telling the truth. Even though the crow was high in the sky, the bear could still hear the shrill sound of the cackling laughter. Ivana, do you know what the takeaway is? I want to hear this one. It's at the bottom of the page. It says, when the need is strong, there are those who will believe anything. When the need is strong, there are those that will believe in anything? Who will believe in anything. That's true. Because he was trying to be something. That's true. He wasn't. And a crow came and told him <gasps> to wear a frying pan. All right, last story of the night. You want to read the takeaway first? A little different. 
All's well that ends with a good meal. All's well that ends with a good meal. What could a story that's titled The Cat and His Visions have that takeaway? All's well that ends with a good meal. So, there's a photo of a cat on a rock by the water and he's fishing and he's got a a little tin can and he's got his fishing rod into the water and above it, you can assume that he's dreaming of a fish on a plate with his fork on the left and his knife on the right and a spoon to the right of that. So he's got a fish plate, two lemons, some sprigs of rosemary. So this is what the cat's dreaming of. (laughs) Or that's what his vision is. cat and his visions. What a glorious vision I see in my head, said the cat as he went to the riverbank. I see a large, fat fish on a china plate resting in an ocean of lemon juice and butter sauce. He licked his whiskers in anticipation. The cat put a worm on a hook and threw his line into the water. He waited for the fish to bite. An hour went by, but nothing happened. What a vision I see, said the cat. A fish on a china plate, lying in a lake of lemon juice and butter sauce. Another hour passed, and nothing happened. I see a vision, said the cat. A small fish on a china plate, sprinkled with lemon juice and dribbles of butter sauce. Many hours later, the cat said, I can still see a vision. A small, thin fish on a china plate with a little drop of lemon juice and a tiny dab of butter sauce. After a long time, the cat said sadly, There is a new vision in my head. I see no fish. I see no lemon juice. Not a bit of butter sauce. I see a china plate. It is as empty as my stomach. The cat was just about to leave the riverbank when he felt a sudden tug on his line. He pulled a large, fat fish out of the water. The cat ran home and fried the fish. He put it on a china plate. He poured a whole ocean of lemon juice and butter sauce all over it. What a glorious supper, said the cat. All's well that ends with a good meal. Good night.